Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi, Super Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com, of course, on your Super Talk Mississippi radio stations, wherever you are in the Magnolia State, coming to you loud and clear in all 82 counties, bleeding over into Louisiana and Arkansas and Tennessee and Alabama. Thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com, Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book. At Timeout Lounge. Buddy, if you've got the right car, you can catch us. What is it, Grand Isle? Is that what it's called right outside of New Orleans? Yeah. It, northeast yeah, of the like, city? No, uh, it's not Grand no, no, Isle. No, 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 no. Grand no. Isle's well, south, 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 south. Slide what, what's that? What's that little... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Just northeast of New Orleans. It, it was years? I mean, how... No, I, I'll, I'll Google it and tell you. <laughs> um, what are we talking Anyway, you like Metairie or the. Uh... I, I'll tell you in a second. Anyway, the point is just outside. I got an email from somebody. It was like a year and a half ago. Just for some reason, giving me a shout out. I guess they thought that I'm the one that like messes with the towers. That's definitely not me. But gave me a shout out for saying they drove from there to Mobile and didn't even have a buzz in their signal. Heard us the entire way driving from New Orleans. All the way across the scenic highway on the Mississippi Gulf Coast into Mobile and didn't even have a little hiss in their signal the whole time. You can stop for a plate of those thin, crispy catfish at Mittendorf's and listen to us right now. Eden Isle. Eden Isle. That's, that's so, thank you. So Eden Isle. That's what I was talking about. It's just outside of New Orleans uh, across the uh, I 10 bridge. Eden Isle. Thank you. That's what he said in the email. He drove from Eden Isle to Mobile and didn't lose us once. Beautiful. Love it. Glad to be with you. If uh, if you want to be a part of the conversation, whether you are in Eden Isle or Mobile or any point in between oh, or in wherever, you got wherever us. you are, ceasefire text line, it is wide open at 601-879-4395. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why, And it's, let's just be honest, it's kind of a big, scary world out there. Big, scary world out there on the interwebs, especially for young people. That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark, free with any C Spire wireless plan. 
Let me say the last part again. It's free. If you have a C Spire wireless plan, you can get parental controls on your kid's phone to keep them safe, and it doesn't cost you anything more than you're already paying for your cell phone plan. You really should learn more. cspire.com slash bark. So Aaron Rodgers says he's coming back to the Packers. Okay, fine. Um, There is a story that Michael Borky has linked in our our little, our, our little internal notes that we use for the show each day that outlines the terms of the contract. Ian Rappaport from uh, NFL Network tweeted that Aaron Rodgers was going to sign a $200 million contract with $153 million of it guaranteed. It was going to make him the highest player in terms of average salary in the NFL. But Aaron Rodgers' buddy, Pat McAfee, on the Pat McAfee show, went on a little bit of a rant and basically said, I don't really care about attribution, but a few minutes before uh, Ian Rappaport's tweet came out about the extension, I tweeted that Aaron Rodgers was going to remain a Packer. Yeah, Pat broke that news today. He did. Absolutely. And he then went on to eviscerate Ian Rappaport, for the terms of the deal, which he said were simply not accurate. And so, Porky, this story from CBS Sports, now I I don't know if they are aggregating the news. This is from Jeff Kerr at CBS, and I don't know if they are just aggregating the report. No, they're not. They're claiming independent confirmation that those are the contract details as well. Rogers himself has come out and said, I'm coming back to Green Bay, but the I haven't signed anything, and those numbers are not what I did not sign. So, so, so if you watch the here. Pat McAfee deal, Pat McAfee said we had a source is, and he went on to say that like four or five times. He goes, source is Aaron <laughs> Rodgers goes on Pat McAfee's show every week. Yeah, they're buds, they're friends. Aaron Rodgers told Pat McAfee what the deal was going to be. It sounds as if the Packers offered this great big deal to Aaron Rodgers, but being the highest paid player in the NFL is not what he's interested in. And while I think some of what Aaron Rodgers does is petty and ridiculous and kind of paints him to not be the greatest guy, you kind of got to respect if ultimately he's like, yeah, I could get $200 million with $153 million of it guaranteed. They've offered that. I don't want that. Pay me $30 million, $35 million, whatever the number is. Maybe they end up paying him $50 million. But it sounds like he wants to do a deal that is going to allow the Packers to keep some other pieces around him because at this point in his career, Money, not really a big deal. Uh, I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because I point all the time that it's real easy for us to say, oh, you've already made a ton of money. You don't have to sign a big contract. Everybody wants more money. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, 
If Haydad had been making a million dollars a year on this show for the last three or four years, and our bosses said, hey, Dad, we want to bump you to a million and a half. Hey, Dad's not going to be like, you know what? I've been making a million for the last few years. I really don't need that extra money. It's good. Even if you make a lot of money and somebody is willing to pay you more money, you are grateful for the more money. You find Everything a billionaire you who's regarding worth... me was 100% accurate. Just want to let you know that. I understand. A billionaire that has a net worth of $10 billion, which is enough money for like the next 12 generations in his family to fly private and own islands and whatever else. If there's a chance for that $10 billion net worth to go to $12 billion, he or she wants it. Everybody wants more money because you can do more with more money. I learned you can buy a whole Hawaiian island for $300 million last night. So, uh, yeah, so you can buy half of Hawaii for those extra $2 billion. And so when I say maybe he's not worried about $50 million, maybe it's $30 million that he gets paid so that other stuff can happen, I'm not being flippant about, oh, I'll just take a $20 million discount. But I do think Aaron Rodgers is at a place where, one, making $30 million versus $50 million changes nothing about the way he lives his life. And two, I'm not sure that deep down we really understand the level of competitiveness that exists with some of the most elite athletes on the planet. And the drive for Aaron Rodgers is to win another Super Bowl more so than it is to be the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. And at this point in his career, would Matt Ryan trade? Yeah, Matt Ryan's making $40 million a year, something like that. Yeah, his cap hit is big. Oh, yeah, 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 the cap hit's massive. But at this point in his career, I mean, having earned a couple of hundred million dollars playing quarterback in the NFL, would Matt Ryan with the Falcons trade $7 million, $11 million in salary over the next two or three years, three or four years, for a Super Bowl title? My guess is, yes, he would at this point. Especially when that money can get you a high-level wide receiver, for example. Which they're kind of going to need because they're down one. Yeah, and in Green Bay, I mean, that that's really all that they're missing, it, it seems, is a, a WR2, if you will. Just another one is really kind of all he's missing. So, yeah, more more guarantees somehow makes uh, the cap more navigable. But as we've learned, the salary cap is just a myth. Mickey Loomis tried to tell you that 15 years ago. but Only for the Saints. It's real, it's real business for everybody else. Yeah. Jason Lockhanfora, in uh, in a report that he had, has said that the Packers have made sure that Rodgers decided to remain in Green Bay by bringing back Tom Clements out of retirement to be his quarterback coach, franchise tagging Devontae Adams, and seeking Rodgers' input in certain personnel decisions. 
And while it's a four-year deal, that is for salary cap purposes. The expectation is not that Aaron Rodgers will play for four more years. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be right back with you. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. Hey, Capital City, it's Big Pop. Inviting you to Mississippi's biggest and best gun shows. Big Pop Gun Shows will be at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple, March 12th and 13th, I-55 South, Elton Road, Exit 88. Saturday hours are 9 to 5, Sunday hours 10 to 5. Adult admissions $8, kids 6 to 11 is only $2. Buying, selling, trading, gun appraisal, over 200 tables of merchandise to see, the largest vendors around. Grab your dollar off coupon now. BigPopGunShows.com. All federal, state, and local laws must apply. See y'all this weekend. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. When you partner with R.J. Young for your business printing needs, you get the R.J. Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose R.J. Young for your HP-wide format equipment and supplies needs. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com printers. R.J. Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,095 and get up to $3,500 over book value for your trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 331.22. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices. Plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 on supertalk.fl. The Super Talk Mississippi app. And always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
team of NFL News today, we kind of buried the lead. I was just fascinated with the Aaron Rodgers story and some of the reporting that went along with it and probably went farther on that. The big story today in the NFL is also related to quarterback. But the big story is about a quarterback that is moving, not about a, uh, not about a quarterback that is staying put. The Seattle Seahawks have agreed to trade Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. They get three players in return, and they get a pick. Multiple bit- picks. So we, we now have, since I sent this, okay. more, more details. So uh, Seattle is getting Drew yep. Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant, which is a good pickup for Seattle, by the way. Okay. Uh, plus, Noah Fant, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, quarterback Drew Locke. And five picks, two first rounds, presumably one this year and next year, two seconds, and a fifth. And also, for what it's worth, uh, a fourth round pick is also being given to Seattle. Two firsts. Or, excuse me, is, is being given to Denver. So Denver gets uh, Russell see. Wilson and a fourth. Seattle gets Locke, Harris, Fant, two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth. That's a haul. Yeah, that's a steep price. Let's talk about whether or not it makes sense. Is it a steep price? Well, is is there a price I, you're not willing to pay for a elite quarterback? Well, and and that's that's where I was headed with that is this is a Denver roster that's pretty good. They have needed to be better at quarterback. They've needed to be better at quarterback since Peyton Manning. But if we remember, I mean, like Peyton Manning's last year, he wasn't great. They had an elite defense, and he was pretty good. They won that Super Bowl because of the defense. Quarterbacks get all the credit. That's fine. Denver has not had an answer at quarterback. They just got their answer. And they got a guy who's proven that he can play well in poor conditions, right? I mean, Seattle is not Denver. It's not as cold as Denver, and you don't deal with snow. But, man, they play in some crummy conditions. November, December, early January in Seattle. And so I don't think you – and plus he played at Wisconsin his last year, right? I mean, you've seen that Russell Wilson can play at a high level in bad conditions. And it's really only the last month or so of the season, even in Denver, that the conditions get bad outside of a weird October snowstorm. I mean, they might have a game in October where it's, you know, 31 and snowing, and then the next week have a game where it's 70 and sunny. I mean, that's just kind of how the weather goes. Anyway, this, this trade was not about whether or not a guy can play in the snow or not. It was about getting an elite quarterback, and Denver did that. So what was the rationale for Seattle? Why do you give up a player like Russell Wilson? I mean, it's about being able to rebuild, right? Because if Denver has a complete roster that was missing a quarterback, Seattle had a roster that included a great quarterback, a couple of good receivers, and then a lot of holes. Well, there was some contention as well. I think... I've seen some people today. Why why would you ever tread Russell Wilson? Because he's told you for two years now he wants to be. I mean, remember this time last year he gave the Seahawks a list of places that, hey, I don't want to be traded, but 
here's the list right here, Trey, send, send me here. There's been something going on with him in the franchise. And on top of that, he is 33. That's not old, but it's not young anymore. No. So he's 33, had his worst year, I mean, what, in his career? This past season, I mean, since you, since 2012, anyway, statistically his worst year. So you've got a reportedly, to some degree, unhappy quarterback who is approaching getting up there in age, who regressed at least somewhat, who has a ton of value still. This is a perfect time to move him if you're Seattle. It's a perfect time because look at what they got in return for him. They've got so much flexibility and so much capital. And on top of that, they got a really good tight end to pair with uh, um, Lockhart and Metcalf. So here's my question. Make it a little more local. I mean, I, unless you're just really like Drew Locke, and I, and I don't see why you would, <laughs> was this a deal the Saints couldn't pull off? Surely the Saints had enough capital to get a deal like this done. Why not? Why wouldn't they do it? I mean, Winston, a couple more players and some picks. Isn't Winston a free? Winston's a free agent, though. So you would have had to have sent to a sign and trade. (laughs) What? That's the thing. I I can't get him on the plane fast enough. What are you talking about? Seattle's got to agree to it too. I'll send him a king cake to go with it. At that point, my goodness. Maybe Seattle didn't want him. I guess. I, I just don't know. Surely they could have done a sign and trade. They could have gotten Winston to agree to a deal. If he's going to Seattle, be the starter. Uh, Russell Wilson was New Orleans on his list last year? It was. It was. Okay. But, I mean, and maybe for him, because remember, he had to agree to this. He has a no trade right. clause. He He had to agree to go to Denver today. He could have said no, and this whole thing would have been blown up. Maybe... They weren't on the list anymore. Maybe with Peyton leaving, he decided not New Orleans anymore. I don't know Pete Carmichael. I don't know Dennis Allen. I don't know what Pete Carmichael can do with quarterbacks. I know what Sean Payton can do with quarterbacks. He'll be on Fox next year. New Orleans is off my list. It's possible that was the case, too. Story at ESPN from Adam Schefter says that um, this is a deal that has been two weeks in the making. That uh, Seattle was dealing with Den- uh, Denver general manager George Patton. He initiated trade talks with Seattle at least two weeks ago. And it really heated up in the last couple of days. And it had nothing to do, according to sources, with Aaron Rodgers' decision to return to Green Bay and that Russell Wilson was indeed the Broncos' plan A. It's 33-year-old versus 38-year-old. Yeah. I mean, that in and of itself kind of makes sense. And you've got Russell Wilson under contract for what? Four years? Five years? I think it's less than that. I think it's two. Is that all that's left on it? I believe so. Let me make. Okay. Let me double-check just to make sure. Ceasefire text line is open at 601-879-4395. Does... Two years left, yeah. So he signed a four-year, $140 million contract in 19. But the presumption is, I mean, it, it, I doubt he would jump a third time. Or to a third team. Maybe he would, but... 
quarterbacks don't move very often. That that's what makes this unique, especially good ones. You you don't trade good quarterbacks in their prime. Like this whole thing about Aaron Rodgers and maybe leaving, that's unprecedented. Tom Brady was in his 40s before he was able to go so, or chose to go somewhere else before he was forced out. Ben Roethlisberger was in Pittsburgh forever. I mean, Brett Favre didn't move until Green Bay moved from him. It, he he didn't have a choice. He had to leave Green Bay because he was aging and his later years kind of showed that. Despite taking the Vikings to an NFC Championship, did throw an interception that cost his team that game. Oh yeah, I remember that. Remember that, hey Dad? Yeah, yeah. that happened. Uh, so this this kind of stuff just doesn't happen very often because quarterbacks tend to kind of stay where they are their whole career, and they only move if they stink or if they're old. That's really kind of how this works. So hey Dad said a second ago to make this local. Let's like make it even more local. Ah, yes. I made that joke yesterday. It is abundantly clear after we saw Matt Corral talking with Pete Cr- uh, Pete Carroll and Lane Kiffin and Monty Kiffin at the Combine that uh, Russell Wilson is out and Matt Corral is going to be the starting quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. I couldn't even say it with a straight face yesterday. I mean, the Seattle's now here team. we are. Yeah. That, that draft capital, they, they would be looking to draft a quarterback at some point. I told you guys this morning, Dane Brugler put out a new mock draft today that he dropped Corral all the way down into the late second round, 52nd pick overall to the Steelers. But now with the Seahawks opening up a spot, I mean, when somebody wants a quarterback, it's it's a chain reaction, right? So even if if he's not the QB1, he's moving up boards because now a new team wants a quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, why not? And, and... I, I'm having trouble understanding and and we'll talk about this when we come back. How you drop Matt Corral to fifty-two? Dan Brugler is really, really good at his job. Most of these guys that do draft analysis and projections and whatever are good. So the the national guys that really lock in on this. That doesn't make any sense to me, unless teams are really concerned about health or are really frustrated that they've not seen him throw and do things while watching other guys throw and do things. We'll talk about that when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, periods of showers, high near 54. Tonight, showers in the forecast as well, low around 42. Your Wednesday, mostly cloudy, high near 59. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 69. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Before you open your doors each day, ask yourself one question. Is my building clean and healthy for my customers and employees? If you trust Janet King, the king of clean, then you know the answer. Yes! We've been cleaning and disinfecting this area for almost 35 years. Our local franchise owners make this happen every day because, like you, they live, eat, shop, work, and pray in these same local buildings. For your clean and healthy building, go to JanetKingCleans.com. That's JanetKingCleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow. Janet King, the king of clean. 
Tax refund? Spend it on something you really need. A set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center. With each and every Gateway Tire purchase comes free flat repairs, free rotations, free road hazard, and free tire balancing. Plus, with four locations near you, we'll make sure you and your new Kenda tires are back on the road fast. If you need mechanical repairs, visit your Jackson or Yazoo City Gateway Tire for brake work, AC tune-up, suspension service, and so much more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Katherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs will resign at the end of July, as Dobbs has been with MSDH since 2008. He's expressed a desire to return to the clinical side of medicine, particularly the communicable disease treatment of patients. Dr. Daniel Eddy has been named the Deputy State Health Officer, and the State Board of Health will take up on the issue of interim State Health Officer in one of its upcoming meetings. Jackson Mayor Shokwe Antar Lumumba stated his regret for the recent allegations he made of bribery within the Jackson City Council on Monday. On Friday, the City Council released their public disapproval of the Mayor's comments made while discussing potential waste collection contracts for Jackson. Lumumba expressed his regret for the claims the City Council mentioned and apologized to the residents of Jackson, but did not issue an apology to the Council. The next City Council meeting to discuss the waste disposal contracts is scheduled for March 15th at 6 p.m. For more information about the waste disposal contracts in Jackson, go to supertalk.fm. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
from the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Ceasefire text line. I think there's a good chance you guys are surprised come draft day when it comes to Corral. If I'm Corral, I really don't want to go to Seattle. Pittsburgh would actually be an awesome place. I don't know. The QBs this year are good, but not great. So teams aren't just jumping at the opportunity to draft these guys. I think it's an interesting year. I agree that this is a weaker quarterback draft class on paper going in. We've said that before, though, and teams always reach. Always. Always. They take guys that they believe are second-day picks, and they pick them in the first 15 picks. And it bears repeating, he has not thrown for scouts yet post-Sugar Bowl injury. That has not happened yet. That hadn't happened. So until it does, there's going to be skepticism. For all this falling that's going on, it can completely counteract that looking healthy here in, a, what is it, two and a half weeks? If he has his pro day and he looks 100%, he zips the ball around, he's got that quick release, and everything appears to be 100, as the kids say, I think they still say, <laughs> then, <laughs> then he'll move right back up. How do you do, fellow kids? There's right now... a air of doubt because they haven't seen it yet. The The only thing they've seen is him in interviews. Apparently those went well, but until you throw, it doesn't matter how well you interview. There is there is two seasons worth of video of him as a starting quarterback in the SEC. And he's just sprained his ankle. There is, but they've, Maybe. See, they've seen other guys work out in front of their faces, you know, in person. They, they've... Seen them at Senior Bowl and at Combine and stuff. That matters. It, it absolutely matters. You've seen guys rise and fall because of Senior Bowl and Combine and Pro Day performances, and he's no exception. What's interesting about Seattle to me, though, is nine is the pick they have now. So they didn't have a first-round pick before the Wilson trade in a separate deal. So their first pick was going to be 41. Well, obviously now they have nine, and they've got some extra draft capital. If the reports are true and they are interested in him, nine seems like a stretch. So do they make a pick for a position of need at nine, use that capital, I hate to make this comparison, but this is what they did, and pull uh, Cleveland Browns and trade back into the first round to get their quarterback this time hopefully better than Johnny Manziel? That could be something that, that I see happening is... They pick a defensive end or whatever they need at nine. And you see Pickett go off the board, and you see Willis go off the board, and 
somehow, some way, somebody is going to pick Sam Howell ahead of Matt Corral if that happens. And then, you know, you're hovering around 18 and say you've got New Orleans there that isn't in love with anybody because apparently they may not be in love with anybody. And they're willing to trade you that pick to maybe even fall out of the first or whatever. And you slide back in and, and you take your quarterback and move forward that way. They've got flexibility and options now because of all the picks they got from this trade. They're they're interesting now for him. I don't think it's at number nine, though. Draft season catchphrase. There are a few of them. It only takes one team to like you. Yeah. The example is Tim Tebow going as a first-round quarterback to the Broncos. It only takes one team. There was only one team that liked Tim Tebow as a first-round quarterback, and they went and got him. Number two, catchphrase, NFL draft style, when a team decides they want a guy, when they zero in on a guy, they go get their guy. Because once you have locked in on who you want, you become comfortable with that, you get really, really scared about what somebody else may think about your guy. You don't tell anybody that he's your guy, but what if Seattle really likes him? Just using Matt Corral as an example. I mean, this could apply to to lots of different people. And they think that they can get him at, and I'm using random numbers. I'm not going to 52 necessarily, which I think is where he's projected right now to Pittsburgh. They think they can get him at 37. Pretty sure they can get him at 31. Might be able to jump into the 20s and, and get him at 19, 20, 21. But you're not entirely sure there's not another team that's got their eye on him also. And so you have a pick at nine, and he is your guy. They say, well, you got to go get your guy, because he was our guy. It's kind of like a game of... It's not chicken. It's like... Uh, I don't know. Is it is it Clue? Are you kind of trying to figure out everything else that's going on so that that's probably yeah. a bad example? It's well, more like crazy. chicken. It's more like chicken. I mean, we saw it it's more last like who's going to blink first. When San Francisco made the trade, how many different reports came out about why they made that trade? They traded up for Mac Jones. Oh, they traded, but they don't know who their guy is yet. They're still evaluating all of this misinformation, to use a political term. I don't know if you call it political, but all kinds of stuff was just thrown out there, all coming from San Francisco and other people, but they tra- they made that trade knowing who they were going to pick. They knew exactly who they were picking, and it was Trey Lance. That's who they wanted. That's why they made the move. But there were smoke screens for weeks until the draft. I don't know why they did it. If they had they, their guy, they had their guy, but that's how this works. There's going to be leaked information and reporting and stuff specifically about quarterbacks between now and the draft, and most of it is going to be with an ulterior motive. The overwhelming majority of it is going to be with an ulterior motive. You're going to hear things about Kenny Pickett. Ah, well, you know, Pittsburgh, actually, they're not sure about Kenny Pickett now. They, They like Sam Howell, and it won't be true. That's how this this thing works, man. 
And, and then not so much of a catchphrase for draft season, but just a, a universal truth. Somebody, by the way, says it's poker. It's probably it's probably good. That's good. good I can live with that yeah. analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There are a lot of really bad decisions that get made in and around the draft. Yeah, you're making the decision that you've got based on the best information that you think you've got. The Chicago Bears traded up to get Mitchell Trubisky with the second pick of the draft in 2017. He went ahead of Patrick Mahomes. He went ahead of Deshaun Watson. He went ahead of a bunch of good players. The New York Giants in 20, what was it, 15, 16? 16, 2016 draft. Didn't they draft Eli Apple instead of Laramie Tunsil? Is that right? Didn't they take Eli Apple in the first round that year? The year that Tunsil was drafted, the New York Giants picked Eli Apple instead of him, yes. Yeah. Burnt toast, there, if you will. There are a lot of dumb decisions that are made in and around the draft. Yeah, but Laramie Tunsil dared smoke marijuana once. You, you, you can't pick a guy that did that. <laughs> we're going to say once. That's what we're going to say. Oh, and, and the one time you just have to be wearing a gas mask to do it. One time. Hey. When you when you experiment with something, you go all in, right? I guess, man. That's that's a hell of an experiment. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go to Japan, you're going to you know at an authentic Japanese restaurant, and they slap a live octopus on your plate. You got to eat it. Just cut it up and go. I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You don't just eat at Benihana if you go to Japan. Well, they have Benihana over there. Probably not. They probably they probably call it yum yum sauce though. Mm-hmm. They'd probably slap you in the face if you asked for it there. They get some yum yum. <laughs> you have dishonored Just yourself. You right out. Uh, so Dane Brugler's draft that uh, that Haydad mentioned. This is it's a projection, right? This this guy's projecting based on his study and his contacts within the NFL. Uh, I came Equinu from NC State first. Aiden Hutchinson second. Okay. Okay. Trayvon Walker out of Georgia third. Evan Neal from Alabama fourth to the Jets. That's a freak, isn't it? Yeah. Big time. How he wears his shirt off of picture from Evan Neal? That's hard to fathom he's as big as he is looking like that. I know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> Out of nowhere, they come sometimes. Uh, I'm on Gardner from Cincinnati at five to the Joss. A corner. Skip some of these. Charles Cross, Mississippi State, number seven. My cousin. To the Giants. You know, you need, trade to start, Chicago. you need to start claiming that. You need to start saying that. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton to the Falcons. Gonna love that pick. Gonna love it. Thibodeau going nine to the Broncos. Kenny Pickett at 11 to the Washington Commanders. 
Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. Spring is coming up, and you can leave it up to us at Ag Up Equipment for your spring cleaning machine. We have stocked up and can offer you long-term financing with low monthly payments. Get the John Deere 3025E compact tractor with a loader for only $278 per month with 72 months financing. Visit us at agup.com for more. Offer is based on 10% down. Offer ends 0320-2022. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. As a volunteer firefighter, I've pledged my service to be here for my community. I'm trained to run towards the places most won't go. When my back was injured, I ran to my super surgeon at Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. He was able to repair my spine and return me to the work I love. Now I'm back fighting fire and saving lives. 20 physicians, seven subspecialties, one focus. You, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. You're about to ask the woman of your dreams to marry you, and then it hits you. What if the diamond engagement ring I choose, what if she doesn't love it? If it's from Juniker Jewelry Company, she's guaranteed to love it. Because at Junikers, you'll find over 50 feet of cases filled with Mississippi's finest diamonds, engagement rings, and wedding bands. Ten times the selection of average jewelry stores. All the latest styles from classic solitaires to halos, contemporary to antique reproductions, like our famous Mississippi Heritage Collection. And Mississippi's most beautiful diamonds, direct from our cutters. Every size, shape, and price range. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Bring us your ideas, tell us all about her, and together we'll create her perfect ring. A ring you'll both love. At Juniker Jewelry, we don't just make diamond engagement rings. We make heroes. Juniker Jewelry Company. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. Has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. 
Sham, rock and roll at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos and win your share of $75,000 this March. Every Friday and Saturday, we're giving away $1,100 in bonus bet every hour from 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky winners will each receive $2,500 cash. Only at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos, Pearl River Resort Properties. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Well, I'm going to miss her. what you guys think. Curious what you think as well on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Why do you think Dane Brugler has dropped Matt Corral? Granted, no combine workout, no pro day yet, no senior bowl. Wasn't eligible. Why do you think he's dropped him to 52? In his projections, I think the the main thing is, and I, I didn't look much at it, but I know a guy like Desmond Ritter moved way up in his projections. He had him at the end of the first round. I mean, like we've said so many times, it's a weak quarterback class. There's just not a lot of market for quarterbacks in the middle there. Everybody you know, right now in the NFL, you've got a few teams, but a lot of teams are pretty settled at quarterback right this second. So. If you're QB four or five, I mean, second round is probably where you're going to end up going. Maybe, maybe I should ask the question a different way. Why do we think Matt Corral is considered by some to be QB four or five? That's the better question. Yeah. Why do we think that he is behind Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis in Dane Brugler's draft? Sam Howell. Neck and neck with Desmond Ritter. What, what what did you see? What did you see on the field that made you believe that? See the Howell thing. I just don't understand. Uh, it, it Willis, I don't understand either. Uh, he played at a lower level and, and wasn't good at that lower level. I mean, to take the old Miss game out of it. His team was overmatched that day. He wasn't good against teams at his level with comparable competition. The physical tools there, though, are real. And there's a trend in the NFL where they see something work for someone else and they decide, okay, I can do that too. I have a feeling teams are looking at him like Josh Allen. Josh Allen was not good in college. He wasn't. Hell, he wasn't good in high school. But he's toolsy. Big guy, big arm, big athlete. So Buffalo took a chance, and he's worked. And so that allows other teams to say, well, you know, this guy, honestly, not all that good, comparatively speaking, anyway. But boy, does he have an arm. Uh, but, but hold on a second. Hold on a second. You, you, you said big guy, big arm, good athlete. Josh Allen, 6'5", 240, 
with an absolute howitzer and moves really well. Yeah. Malik Willis is 6'1", 225. But he does move really well and, and does have the, the arm talent. And you've seen a similar phenomenon, too, with short quarterbacks. It, without Seriously, without Baker, this season aside, going when he did and bringing the Browns to the playoffs, I bet Arizona, the, the market for Kyler Murray would have been different, I think. Because Baker's a small quarterback, and he had immediate success in the NFL. So yeah. it makes teams think, you know what? Yeah, Kyler Murray's five foot ten, but they did it. So we can do it too. I wonder if there's some of that there. The the Howell thing makes no sense to me. What can Sam Howell do? Malik Willis as well, but what can Sam Howell do that Mackerel cannot do? What does he have that Mackerel does not have? Tutelage under one of the greatest offensive minds in college football. He knows how he knows how to get receivers open. Yeah, yeah. except for Dawson Knox. But um, Sam Howell never played with Dawson Knox. That doesn't count. I think after pro day, you'll have more movement. That mean up, up movement up draft boards. Well, as long as he has a good day, of course. But yeah, I think after, once he shows, is it possible to not have a good pro day if you're talented and healthy and you're playing in your building, you're performing in your building with your wide receivers? I if made, you don't have a good pro day, you need to go find something else to do. I made the joke a couple weeks ago. Shea Patterson had a bad pro day, right? Or was it his combine workout that was really bad? I don't know. He was the number one overall pick. How bad could it have been? Oh, yeah, I'm just saying. Different league, man. Different yeah, league. Yeah. Different league. Maybe we're all way, way, way off on Malik Willis. I just know what I saw. Right? Yeah. I watched I, Malik Willis in pro- I know his offensive line wasn't any good. I get that. And the Ole Miss defense put pressure on him. I understand that. But you know what? I, I watched other quarterbacks this year on average teams that were way more impressive than Malik Willis. The quarterback at Tennessee, why, why can I not think of Hendon Hooker. Like Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker was so much more impressive to me than Malik Willis. And who knows, maybe a year from now we'll look up and, and Hendon Hooker's a first-round draft pick at quarterback. I don't think so. Maybe. But it just seems like a reach. But again, maybe it's one of those deals where we're completely wrong. Hey, we'll switch gears. We'll talk some SEC basketball when we come back. Dane Bradshaw from the SEC Network, who's headed to Tampa in the morning, joins us next. For all the Magnolia State, for Jacksonville, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at the Rolling Tree Pros, 601 I'm Steve Rappaport. Federal prosecutors scoring a conviction in the first trial stemming from the Capitol Hill riot. Guy Reffitt of Texas was found guilty by a jury of entering the Capitol with a holstered handgun, interfering with police and civil obstruction for threatening his children if they turned him in. Reffitt, a member of the Three Percenters anti-government militia in Texas, was convicted on five total counts. Fox's Grinnell Scott. 
CIA Director William Burns telling lawmakers Russian President Vladimir Putin is adopting more aggressive tactics in the attack on Ukraine. He's likely to double down and try to grind down the Ukrainian military with no regard for civilian casualties. He said the biggest question that's hung over their assessment of his planning is that Putin has no sustainable political endgame, that his proclamation that Ukraine isn't a country is wrong. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. America is listening to Fox News. show up last night with the current labor market you have to trust your keys to those that care that's why it's time to change to Janny king the king of clean trust your keys to our local franchise owners and our 35 years of experience to make sure your building is clean and healthy for your clean and healthy building go to jannykingcleans.com that's jannykingcleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow Janny king the king of clean magnolia health is made for mississippi a statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. It's Liz Arbuckle and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. More companies are cutting ties with Russia. Fox's Jeff Minoso with the latest. Netflix has suspended service in Russia, refusing to carry free-to-air propaganda channels required under Russian media laws following the Ukraine invasion. The move on top of many other major Western companies cutting ties with Russia, including Apple, BP, Shell, and ExxonMobil, Visa, and MasterCard. Major automakers like Ford, GM, and Harley-Davidson, and Disney, with some companies in pulling out of Russia, writing off billions of dollars in assets. Supply chain issues continue to have an impact on hospitals, not just in our state, but across the country. There's a huge saline shortage across the country right now, and uh, saline is a, a very needed product in hospitals. Saline is used for everything. Manufacturers are trying to meet demands, and new production facilities are coming online. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. That's right, now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. A Louisiana man that led coast law enforcement on a high-speed chase through Hancock and Harrison counties Friday will have an initial appearance in court by the end of the week. 51-year-old David Rester is facing charges of armed robbery and three counts of kidnapping for binding the hands of bank tellers during a bank robbery in Waveland Friday. He's admitted to murdering and robbing a Bogalusa man Thursday and is also wanted for another robbery and assault in St. Tammany Parish February 27th. 
Defending national champion Mississippi State is in Biloxi for a two-game series against Texas Tech today and tomorrow. The series is being put on by the Biloxi Shuckers, and it could draw the largest attendance of any baseball series this year. There's a threat of rain, but word is every effort will be made to play both games. First pitch is at 6 tonight at MGM Park, and limited tickets are still available. The cheapest per gallon prices for regular fuel are at the Circle K in Richland for $2.99 and the Flying J in Gulfport for $3.05. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Being prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor's Sudden Service at 601-922-4444. Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. It doesn't get any better than this. What? On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's jump right in. Four o'clock hour, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. For the first time today, let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Dane Bradshaw joins us right now. Basketball player at Tennessee, uh, analyst at uh, ESPN, SEC Network. He will be in Tampa for games on Thursday and Friday as an analyst in the nights, uh, day, daytime session, nighttime session. Which is it, Dave? I got the night games, man. So a couple good ones there. Um, Thursday will be interesting, but Friday we'll uh, get a taste of Tennessee and Kentucky in the nightcap. So rarely does uh, Kentucky end up sort of at the at the bottom, not not the uh, top of the bracket as the number one seed, but here we go. Yeah. All right, I want to go memory lane for a second. Not even when you were playing at Tennessee. I want to go farther back than that. March 6th, 1997. How old would you have been? Boy, I'd still be 10, about to turn 12. Or, okay. Excuse me, 11. Yeah, I was going to say, that was quite the uh, quite the jump you had there. But yeah. uh, do you happen to know where you were on March the 6th in 1997? March 6th, 1997. No, I, I don't. All right. So, well, you, you're, I, I'm guessing here. So you grew up in Memphis. The SEC basketball tournament was at the Pyramid in 1997. Kentucky won wow. it that year. Tennessee wasn't great. They lost in the first round. Do you remember that? Were you old enough to kind of remember that event being in Memphis and how big a deal it was? No, man, that's that's a great memory. You know, honestly, and uh, I just I didn't grow up like a huge SEC fan necessarily, um, so maybe that was part of of it. And my you know my parents, I guess, 
didn't care that much. We, I don't, I don't think I went, but at, at that age, I should have, I should have remembered that type of event being in town, especially we were so basketball hungry then. The Grizzlies weren't there yet. So any type of big, uh, yeah. big basketball attraction, I should have been all in on. So uh, I've, I failed you in that regard. Yeah, this little trip down memory lane did not work out the way that I was hoping it was going to, but but that's okay. I, I think the larger thing that I was getting to, and, and we've talked about this some, I vividly remember growing up, the SEC basketball tournament was a huge deal. And, and sometimes you would have a teacher who would roll one of those TVs into the, like, that was on a cart into your room, and, like, you'd get to watch the 1130 game, or you might get to watch the 1 o'clock game, do you think the tournament still got that luster? Are people as into the SEC tournament as maybe they have been in, in years gone by? Well, if if they're not, they're missing out because I mean it's as exciting as as I think it's been at least in the past uh, eight nine years, maybe ten. And um, because again, as Kentucky has been the flagship school, they have carried the SEC. Uh, through good times and in bad, but it, it's no longer the Kentucky Invitational. Um, yeah. And I'll be curious. Now, Kentucky fans at the SEC tournament, they're the ones that will still go down there and watch Georgia-Missouri. Like, they'll go and watch those games. Auburn fans aren't going to that one. They're going to the bar. So are Tennessee <laughs> fans, uh, you know, Arkansas <laughs> fans that have traveled. They're, they're coming to watch their team and their team only. They're not scouting anybody else or any of that stuff. They might stick around for a half of of, uh, of another good game, but uh, they're there to have fun and watch their team win and their team only. So um, I am curious to see when those teams play. We, we've seen Auburn, their willingness to travel. Um, I think Tennessee will show up, uh, and, and Arkansas having the type of historic year they are. Outside of that, uh, those top four, I'm, I'm not sure You know, Alabama or LSU are going to bring too many. Um, but because those top four all have – Pretty pretty equal odds at winning this thing. Uh, I think you're going to see a, um, an arena that's that's a, maybe a majority blue, but not overwhelmingly. And you know it's fascinating because this is in Tampa and, and it's a long way. And Florida's not very good this year. They're they're just kind of average this year. I mean, if it was a year where it felt like Florida was going in as the one of the two seed, maybe a ton of Florida fans show up. This is a harder trip than Nashville, and yet everything I've heard is that ticket sales have been outstanding. There's a lot of excitement. And, and you pointed it out a second ago. That this feels like it's as close to wide open as it's been in a long time. How, how many teams, Dane, would you give a legitimate chance to win the whole thing? Four. I don't think it goes beyond that. I, I think LSU is the one that I, that I believe may end up in the championship. The way they can play defense, they're healthy now. Um, they took Arkansas down the wire on the road at Bud Walton Arena, so if they can get past their first matchup, they could upset Arkansas. And then they've got Auburn, who we've, we've seen you know is not totally invincible. So uh, I like LSU outside of that top four. But really, and it's not a knock on the rest of the, the, on the, rest of the league, the middle of the pack of the league has been better in conference play than I expected them to. This was a top-heavy league we felt coming into conference play, and uh, it's shown that the the, the top heaviness is is full of quality. And um, you know, it, it's been tough to read some of these top teams because they've been so good at home. Those top four had only one home loss, and that was Arkansas losing to Vanderbilt before Arkansas really got rolling. And so, on one hand, it's hard to just 
you know, be totally sold on them when they're playing in front of 20,000 people all cheering for them, sold-out arenas. And at the same time, it's hard to hold anything against them when they go on the road and lose in that same sort of environment. So um, I'm as anxious as I've ever been to see some of these top-notch teams play on a neutral court. One of the games that you will do on Thursday is Mississippi State-South Carolina. Third time that these two teams have met this year. Mississippi State, no trouble with South Carolina and Starkville. South Carolina, no trouble with Mississippi State in Columbia late in the season. It feels like there's a lot of resignation, um, and, and I'm using that word kind of among the fans, not necessarily with regard to Ben Howland, about this Mississippi State team. What do you see when you look at Mississippi State and kind of that first-round game or the, the quarter, I guess the second-round game against South Carolina, and then that possibly a matchup with Tennessee, who they played tough in Knoxville? Yeah. They are, boy, I know I'm preaching to the choir, because you, you look at the roster and you start going over those names, you're like, you know what, that's a, that's a pretty good team. And and they've shown that they are a pretty good team. Um, just the inability to close out games, um, and, and they've been right there, and their inability to win away from home. And look, maybe, you know, they hadn't been able to, to win on the road, so maybe neutral court <laughs> is the happy medium for this hmm. team. Um, I, I just struggle to pick Mississippi State as a potential Cinderella story in this one because I just don't know how they're going to have any sort of efficiency from a three-point line on consecutive games when it's failed them all season long. I don't know how. I credit them for being so competitive in games without the three-point shot. Like, imagine somebody saying, hey, you got to go up against an SEC team except you're not allowed to shoot threes and the other team can't. That's basically what's happening to Mississippi State. <laughs> in a nutshell, and they're still right there. And so, if, if they can, you know, just make three or four threes in a in a game, um, that that would that that could make all the difference in the world for them. Who has got the most to gain in Tampa? Mm-hmm. Boy, good question. Uh, I, I think really, well, one of them that we already know is in, but I think Auburn. You know, that if they could. Stay in that one seed line. That would that would be huge for them. Um, although there are times that that number one two seed is better than the fourth one seed. So I'll, I'll pivot my answer. I gotta go Florida. I mean they're the ones that that are closest to the bubble. They can beat Texas A and M, which all of a sudden beating Texas A and M is is a pretty good win now. A um, and M nine and nine in the league. And then if they can get past the Aggies, they've got Auburn. And they beat Auburn this year. Mike White's been pretty good, surprisingly, against Bruce Pearl over the years. If you have a season sweep of the SEC champs on your resume, maybe you don't have to get you know all the way to the title game um, and and win the whole thing. And so I think Florida's the one that, um, and really, there's outside of the, the anybody in that top four winning this. Um, there's not a lot of bubble storylines, and so Florida certainly with the most most to gain. Feels like Texas A&M would have to get to the championship game to to get an at large bid. Do you agree with that? I do. I agree with that. And you know, Florida, Florida had some things going. The, the Ohio State game, they had a great November. A&M, they reeled off a bunch of wins, but the, you know, the quality of opponent just wasn't there, and that that gives Florida a little bit of the edge right now. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. You pretty excited? I'm pumped, man. I really am. And, uh, 
uh, I, I know every time we're somewhere not in Nashville, people say, why aren't we in Nashville? But uh, I think a lot of us are going to welcome that nice weather in Tampa and, and the change of scenery, and, and hopefully the fans come with it. It should be extremely exciting. Yeah, I, I agree. And, hey, man, I'm excited for you. I know you've worked really, really hard to get to this point where you're calling games uh, in the SEC tournament, kind of the biggest stage that there is for SEC basketball. So congratulations on all your success. Safe travels and look forward to talking to you soon. Uh, you're a good man. You're kind to say it. I appreciate everything. Dane Bradshaw, SEC Network, ESPN College Basketball Analyst, former Tennessee Vol. It's fascinating when you look at this tournament. There, there are great storylines but there's not a lot of unknown. We'll talk more about that when we come back and what we remember growing up with the SEC tournament. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers today at 601-535-5217. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Gun Safe says the Browning safes have arrived. Too many, in fact. Security Joe's warehouse is bursting at the seams, and he's having a huge sale to make room for his Hummer. For a limited time only, choose a Browning Sporter, Rawhide, Hog, or Silver Series Gun Safe, all with overstock price discounts. Take advantage of a special shipment of Browning Hog 49 gun capacity safes, discounted hundreds of dollars just for this sale. Whether you need a high-capacity safe for that expensive gun collection or have just a few guns, important paper, jewelry, or cash, Discount Gun Safe has something to fit any size and budget. Need it delivered? If you live less than 100 miles from the store, delivery starts at just $100. Put your tax refund to good use by purchasing a Browning safe at the lowest prices of the year. See these and other safes by visiting the showroom of Discount Gun Safe. 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, Mississippi, or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to MyElementWealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, 
and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Question off the ceasefire text line from Kelso, and then we'll go back to the SEC basketball tournament. Going back to the conversation about Matt Corral versus Sam Howell, Kelso said, Is Howell considered more durable? He's a little thicker. And I responded to Kelso's question. It's funny you say that because my perception when I look at those two guys in a uniform on the field is that Sam Howell is thicker than Matt Corral. But in reality, Sam Howell weighs six pounds more than Matt Corral. And Matt Corral's half an inch taller. So, I guess marginally thicker, but there's not much difference in their frame. I do think that Corral is a little leaner than Sam Howell is. Do you guys have that same percentage? Like, when you think about Sam Howell in pads, he looked thick. Matt Corral really didn't, but they're almost the exact body type. Well, and Corral played at a weight that is smaller than his current size. He needed to to add weight, no doubt. That's why he, there was he fear. He played at what two hundred five, maybe two hundred. I mean, there were people that covered the NFL that said they were. Some teams were worried about him weighing it at under two hundred, even, and so that's why the weigh-in was a good day for him because people thought that he was that small. Probably played that small at, at times, but anyway. Anyway. All right, so let's talk about the SEC tournament for a few minutes. You get started tomorrow night, 5 o'clock Central Time, Ole Miss and Missouri in the 13-12 game. The winner will face LSU in the second round. The nightcap is Georgia and Vanderbilt. The winner gets Alabama in the next round. Missouri's beaten Ole Miss twice in the regular season. Missouri went 11 and 25 and 13 in the SEC. Ole Miss went 13 and 18 overall, 4 and 14 in the SEC. I got no idea how that game shakes out. None. Uh, this isn't flippant. Does it matter? It doesn't no. matter. No, it doesn't. Ole Miss did beat LSU in the regular season for whatever that's worth, but whatever. That was a night where they shot like 80% for the first. 17 minutes of the game. And then held on for dear held life. Held on for dear life. I remember that game. Yeah, they absolutely did. And then Georgia Vandy, I would be shocked if Vanderbilt did not win that game to set up a meeting with Alabama. Georgia's already announced they're moving on from, uh, from Tom Crean. From Tom Crean. You're right. So day two will be Florida and Texas A&M in the early game. Really big game for the Gators. We talked about that with Dane just a second ago. The winner of Ole Miss-Missouri against LSU... The first game of the night session, Mississippi State, South Carolina. And then the nightcap on Thursday, Georgia and Vanderbilt. 
So that's day one, all of those games. Day one, two, and three all are – sorry. Days one and two all on the SEC network, and then they're split between ESPN and SEC network the rest of the way. It's a shame we're not involved in this. And I don't mean our show. I mean the state of Mississippi. I mean, they're playing, but they have no shot at winning, and there's nothing that can be gained. I mean, I guess they can make a run and win on Sunday. I guess Ole Miss, just, they can't do it. They just went 4-14. and 14. Neither team is playing meaningful basketball this week, and it's a shame. This is what... I had a conversation with a friend over the weekend about this, with baseball. He jokingly said, Ole Miss should just... Use the pavilion for concerts and focus all their money in baseball. He was joking, but I said, this is so much fun. You just don't remember that it is. Because your team hasn't been in it for years. I mean, it's been since pre-COVID, which feels like two decades ago. Four years ago was the last time you were in this. Remember how fun that was? And the last time and, and the last time Mississippi State was in the tournament, it's almost like they weren't, and I don't mean this as a shot at all. It's because the game was in San Jose, California, with just a whatever start time. It's like ten thirty Central, Liberty, right? And they lost. No, it was it was the earlier game, but I mean you're not wrong. And, and think back to that season too. People I mean, State was a five seed. They were in the tournament the whole way. They were never there was never a, a net rankings that came out that you didn't look at and go, State's not in. And yet it was just painful. You know, State had some some unexpected losses. Again, you know, we talked about Howard so many times. Lost that game at home to Ole Miss in front of a, a packed house. You know, everybody showed up, beat Ole Miss, let's get this this thing going. And you lose to them that on on Blake Henson career day. And <laughs> It was just never the same. Thirty or thirty-three. Oh my or something god! Like they, couldn't, they couldn't guard him. Yeah. And 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 I, mean, I just remember that like it was just not enjoyable. You know, you you, you just mentioned how fun it is. State did still didn't have big crowds that year throughout the season, and yeah, and, and then and, they go and they so go out and lose really, to Liberty, and that was it. Yeah, I mean to 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 think about a time. When Mississippi State fans and Ole Miss fans at the same time were really, really fully engaged in college basketball, you've got to go back to what the early two thousands. Uh yeah, yeah. When when the when Ole Miss had the Provine posse and Stansberry's, you know, when he had Mario Austin and Zimmerman and those guys, those those were good, good battles. Yeah. I mean, that's the last time you had both fan bases, uh, fan bases just completely engaged at the exact same time. And now there's none. I, I mean... It... And, and your friend's sentiment, I hear it too. I hear people like, just find a coach, pay him a million dollars a year, who cares what happens, put that money into football and baseball. And I, I'm not... Uh, okay, I am. Because that that's just a ridiculous sentiment. 
I know we love baseball here. Baseball's awesome. That's a ridiculous sentiment. Dude, basketball's so much fun when the teams are good and fans are engaged. It is so much fun. so much fun. On top of the fact that it makes your school money. It helps your school academically. Not as much as football, but if your basketball teams are good, you get national games, you get national profile, and it elevates your school, just like football, to a much lesser degree. But I promise you, Auburn's getting a whole lot out of this run right now. I promise you. Auburn did not... Basketball did not matter at Auburn. No. It didn't matter at all. You know, from, from from the time when Cliff Ellis made the run with with Chris Porter until they hired Bruce Pearl, really, there was just a lot of Tony Barbie and whatever else going on with Auburn basketball. Most schools in the conference looked at the schedule and looked at Auburn and said, win. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Alabama has embraced basketball. Now, it will forever be a distant, distant second to football. But but foot, Auburn basketball is still a distant second to Auburn football. There's no reason that you can't have a fan base that is completely engaged in both. And we've seen it here. Hey, Dad and I talked about this one day when you were off. I forget where, but um, we, we were talking about crowds and stuff and what it means and somebody texted and said, well, it's really hard to get people to go to a Wednesday night game. I said, no, it's not. You want to know how I know that? Because I've seen Ole Miss and State fans, it's been a little while for State fans, more so than Ole Miss, go to games on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. You're not putting 9,000 people in your arenas on a Wednesday night. That's a really hard ask. But you've seen packed, engaged, rowdy buildings on weekdays. That, that's a cop-out. It, it can be that way here. And this SEC tournament is is an example of like like you're on the outside looking in at how much fun everybody's having inside. And we're not having any fun right now. This is not fun. This sucks that this week does not matter here. Good basketball, meaningful basketball is so much fun as a fan. And it's so very important to your school. So what do you guys remember about the SEC tournament growing up? State never won a game in it until 1996. Literally, never won a game. Won the SEC championship in 1991, lost in the first round of Tennessee, uh, and then the 96 run was their their first, when they won the tournament, was their first ever wins in the tournament. Wow. And so I remember that very vividly, that, that incredible run to beating the number one team in the nation and uh, down there in New Orleans. And uh, yeah, remember that. Remember, uh, you know, '01. They won it again uh, with uh, Mario Austin and that group there beat Alabama, who had won the SEC. Those great, great battles. Two two guys who didn't like each other at the time, Stansberry and Mark Godfrey, did not like each other. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, some good memory. And then you know, in '09 when they won it again, uh, and then Bernardo and Barry Stewart when they beat Tennessee there in the uh, the championship. I remember in junior high. And, and I've told this story before. Miss Bigham, my English teacher, who was pretty straight-laced, she was by the book. She let us bring the TV in and watch the SEC basketball tournament. Whether it was Ole Miss or Mississippi State or whomever playing in the early games. It was a big deal. It was so much fun. 
it's just not terribly engaging right now for us in Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, periods of showers high near 54. Tonight, showers in the forecast as well, low around 42. Your Wednesday, mostly cloudy, high near 59. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 69. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Get ready for Trustmark College Baseball April 5th as Ole Miss challenges the University of Southern Mississippi. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Enjoy fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now for both games of the Trustmark College Baseball Series. Trustmark College Baseball featuring Ole Miss versus the University of Southern Mississippi April 5th. And then on April 26th, the Governor's Cup with Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. A Spectrum Event Production. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. It's Liz Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. More companies are cutting ties with Russia. Fox's Jeff Minoso with the latest. Netflix has suspended service in Russia, refusing to carry free-to-air propaganda channels required under Russian media laws following the Ukraine invasion. The move on top of many other major Western companies cutting ties with Russia, including Apple, BP, Shell, and ExxonMobil, Visa, and MasterCard. Major automakers like Ford, GM, and Harley-Davidson, and Disney, with some companies in pulling out of Russia, writing off billions of dollars in assets. Supply chain issues continue to have an impact on hospitals, not just in our state, but across the country. There's a huge saline shortage across the country right now, and uh, saline is a, a very needed product in hospitals. 
Saline is used for everything. Manufacturers are trying to meet demands, and new production facilities are coming online. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. talk some baseball. Mississippi State, big game tonight against Texas Tech in Biloxi. Much of the state of Mississippi is being rained on right now. Thankfully, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, not one of those places. Ole Miss's game today against Memphis was postponed, rescheduled for March 23rd. That was announced this morning based on the forecast for this afternoon and the rest of the day, and the uh, the weatherman nailed it, or the, the computer models nailed it. That was going to start raining at 2 o'clock, started sprinkling at 2 o'clock, and by 3 o'clock it was coming down pretty good, and now it's going to rain until midnight. So that made a lot of sense. Yeah, people make jokes about weathermen. Oh, they can get their job wrong all the time. They really don't get it <laughs> wrong as much as people say they do. Yeah. Yeah. Generally speaking, they're good. Uh, not a bad night in Biloxi. 62 yeah. degrees at first pitch. It's actually going to warm up a little bit as the game goes along which isn't necessarily great news for the weather later into the night and into tomorrow, but uh, 62 degrees and cloudy at first pitch at 6 o'clock. When the game ends at 9 o'clock-ish, 65 degrees and mostly cloudy. It's not until about midnight when the thunderstorms roll in on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. little shaky tomorrow on the weather. Got uh, rain showers throughout the day. Hopefully by the time they get to uh, to baseball tomorrow afternoon, I think it's a... Isn't it a 5 o'clock start tomorrow? Yes, after a six tomorrow starts at 5, yes. Yeah, so a little bit earlier start tomorrow. Hopefully the rain will be out and they'll be able to get both of those games in. Yeah. Uh, it is 
Based on D1 Baseball's top 25, a top 25 matchup. Number 17, Texas Tech. Number 23, Mississippi State. First pitch tonight at 6. And you can watch it. What a novel concept. You can watch a major college sports game. You actually see the plays happen so in front of you. Look, we're so spoiled. We we're are so now. Spoiled. It didn't used to be this way, but it's 2022 now. Technology exists to the point where... We should never have what happened in Pearl. That's okay. We don't have that tonight. You can watch the game tonight, despite it not being in an SEC ballpark. Well done. No sarcasm. Well done. I'm excited to watch this on my second screen because I got jaw against CJ McCollum tonight. But I will. I will be watching it. Changing the lineup for State. Just looking at this real quick. Davis Mesh getting his first start of the year at second base. State still trying to figure out that uh, middle infield. Tanner Leggett's at short. Okay. Rest of the lineup, I guess. Uh, Luke Hancock will lead off. He's at first. Cam James at third, hitting second. DH tonight is Hunter Hines. Logan Tanner behind the plate. Von Siebert gets a start. He's in left field. Uh, Brad Cumbus in center. Kellum Clark in uh, in in right. Sort of funny. It's left, center, uh, right, all bat in order. And then, like I said, Leggett and then Mesh bringing up the bottom of the order, getting his first start of the year. And on the mound, Parker Stinnett. I wanted to ask you about that. I like it. So, I, like, you I, know, it has not worked at the end of the game for Parker Stinnett. Right. But there's no question there's talent there. So, last night, you know, just to give everybody an idea, when you work in media, you get an email from the university for everything they do. They, they send you a release. So, last night, we, I get my, you know, MSU game day versus Texas Tech. And I and I've you know I'll be honest with you, with my job being what it is, I rarely read those things, especially like, <laughs> no offense, but like the women's golf and men's tennis. What what do I care? But I get the emails. Um, and when I saw that Parker Stinnett was was starting, I was like, I'm going to tweet this because I just want to see the reaction. And it was exactly what I thought it would be. Everybody was like, Oh God, no. Um, but I agree with you. Maybe Parker Stinnett's you know. People always ask, like, why don't you recruit relief pitchers? There's no such thing as recruiting relief pitchers. Every pitcher you recruit was his team's front-line starter in high school. He was the guy that got the ball twice, three times a week. And Stinnett has always been a starting pitcher. Maybe he's more cut out to be a starter. So I think this is going to be you know, a, a, a get-right or get-left kind of thing. Now, they won't tell him that, obviously. But I think if Stinnett... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're like, you know, Parker, if you suck tonight. Hey, no pressure, but. But, if you want to keep playing. But I think it's going to be, you know, go out, see what you can do, and if you can't do this, well, then there's always the sixth inning against Jackson State and and Alcorn for you. But otherwise, it's going to be, it's it's just not going to work out. But if he comes, State would desperately, I mean, if he could somehow pitch four or five innings tonight, that would be a huge, huge boost for Mississippi State. And they have TBD tomorrow. I'm with them, man. I have no clue who they're going to start. No clue who they'll start in that game. Maybe Jack Walker, but he has shown he's not ready for prime time yet. I don't think they, it'll be Fristo. I think they want. I think well, Fristo Walker might be. Walker was pretty good against Grambling. Against Grambling last week. Yeah, but then against Tulane, he gives up the grand slam. Sure. And he was he wasn't really good against uh, Long Beach either. I, and and I just think Do you run Casey Hunt back out there. I think Casey Hunt's injured. They haven't said anything yet, but he hasn't pitched. Okay. He hasn't pitched at all since since, since his, his start. first start. Yeah, 
And I think Fristo is probably going to end up being the Sunday starter this week. I think, I think, and just this is my my thoughts. I think they'll move Cade Smith up to Friday, let Preston stay on Saturday, and then Fristo will probably get to start on Sunday just because he's been the guy there. What What would be the other option if, if you Hunt, wanted to go? A if Hunt's route? not available on Sunday, <laughs> now we're like. I have I literally don't know. I literally have no idea who the, who they would put out there if, if Fristo doesn't go on Sunday. It, it wouldn't be Walker. I don't think they'd start Pico Cone. I don't think I know they wouldn't start Taller. I don't think Wall. I, they're going to have to give Andrew Walling some innings at some point. This is a guy that was so highly touted, and I agree with what my podcast partner Robbie Falk said. Look, if you're gonna if a guy can't throw strikes, at least he's throwing ninety six. You know, maybe maybe he can get him to chase. Maybe you can get him to swing and you know not be able to put a whole lot of bat on it, because you got to do something here. State is just strapped for pitching, and it's incredible to see this when you think about last year and how deep they were in the pitching staff when guys like Kate Smith and Preston Johnson and of course Landon Sims were in the bullpen, and he had Bednar and McLeod and and, and Houston Harding, and you know this part of the year Sarantola was still in the mix. So, yeah, this the. the they desperately need Stinnett to deliver on this start and give them four, five, maybe even six innings of good baseball. What would constitute, I mean, beyond like the, the official designation of a quality start of, you know, six innings, three earned runs or less? Right. What what would make you feel good about Parker Stinnett on the mound? If, if he goes and let, let's say he goes. Four and a third with three earned runs and seven strikeouts and two walks. That's is that a good outing? That's acceptable. Two walk I was wanting to see what you said for walks. You know, you give up this is Texas Tech. I expect and, to give up some runs, right? And, that's, yeah. a, that's a good hitting team. But if as long as you're not putting guys on base for free, I think you're okay. That's been Stinnett's problem this year. He he can't stop walking guys. If if you go, but it's not. It's not actually as bad as it it feels worse than it actually is, Mm -hmm. because it feels like there have been a lot of walks. But in reality, it's twelve walks and four strikeouts. I'm sorry, twelve strikeouts and four walks. Yeah, he's had a three to one strikeout to walk ratio this year. I agree, but his walks have come at the most inopportune times. (laughs) Well, okay, you know, I mean, he pitched what uh, an inning on on Sunday at two walks. And he did the same against uh, against Long Beach as well. So he that that stat you just gave is kind of skewed by the four innings with eight strikeouts against Grambling, against a bad Grambling team, which State only beat two to one. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like I said, State State needs Stinnett to come through for them tonight. They do. They do. We I I haven't seen it. Did we miss it? Has there been anything more on Landon Sims? There has not been anything official. My guess is we'll find out Friday when he's not in the starting lineup, and they'll say something then. But who knows? I mean, they know, right? They, they have to know by now. He certainly has been to the doctor and had an MRI and had everything looked at by this point. They know. They're just they're just not telling anybody. Same thing with Casey Hunt. I mean. Hunt hasn't pitched in two weeks. Now, and I talked about, somebody asked about this on the podcast for today, so it'll be on tomorrow's show. When players don't play, 
we aren't we haven't had media opportunities with Lamonis. Like we have, he hasn't done a lot of press conferences this season. He comes on with us on Mondays, and then you really don't talk to him again until the games. And when you have the games, I'm giving a lot of media uh, inside information here. You you really only ask about the players who played, right? You don't ask much about a guy who didn't play in a game. So because Hunt has not played, he's been sort of out of sight, out of mind. But he hasn't pitched one inning since that that start. He's got to be injured. There's got to be something going on to keep making him unavailable. Yeah. Especially given that they, they they thought enough of Casey Hunt to have him in the opening weekend starting rotation. Yeah. That first outing was not great. Three innings, six hits, five earned runs. But I don't know that you give up on a guy for the year based on one outing in his first start of the season. Exactly. So we'll see. Who do you think's first out of the bullpen tonight? <laughs> no comment. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20, and 55 all running smooth, if you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers today at 601-535-5217. It's Ford Truck Month. Now's the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel of a new Ford Maverick pickup. And get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of trucks. But you better get going. These deals won't last. Get to Ford Truck Month. Let's get after it. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526, 601-355-8526, or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Bridge Builders. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world, 
the Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Seether. Plus Bad Flower. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait, get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Communication system is a go. go. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Finally happened. You know what it is? I'm scared to L- ask. LSU has I was about to say you're moving again. Notice of no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no. Decidedly no. LSU has received a notice of allegations regarding its men's basketball program. Sources tell Sports Illustrated. Read Pat Forty. It's a major step in the process of resolving an infractions case that dates to 2017 in the federal investigation of corruption in college basketball. Reminder, the notice of allegations originated from the complex case unit of the Independent Accountability Review Process, also known by the acronym IARP. They rolled football and basketball into one investigation, making it more likely that LSU could receive a lack of institutional control penalty. Will they? We don't know. Um, The infractions in football, booster paying the father of a player $180,000 for a no-show job. Let's stop you right there, just for context here. Because... As we've learned in this state, the NCAA process, a notice of allegations means that LSU has a period of time in which they can respond to that notice, and then the NCAA has a period of time in which they respond to the response, and then they go to a kangaroo court, and then... It's different now, though. It's a little bit different now, but point is, LSU is going to get punished to some degree over this. It's going to happen. They're going to get punished, but... 
that one violation that they have, just just the one that you mentioned, $180,000, the one among many, that one is six times more than what they found at <laughs> Ole Miss. The violations that they uncovered, make your jokes, but what the NCAA actually found was about $30,000 in total. Mm-hmm. Among all of the violations combined, about thirty grand. i am not a math guy. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18. Six times more on one violation. So if their punishment does not match precedent, then it will confirm what you already know about the governing body of college athletics and its incompetence at best and corruption at worst. The truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. A little bit of incompetence, a little bit of corruption mixed in between. But just keep that in mind when they get their punishment. One violation, six times more than everything they caught in Oxford. Hey, Dad, let's make it local to state also. The used Mustang, the Angelo Miranda deal, Mm -hmm. wasn't that a $15,000 car? I don't even know that it was that much, to be totally honest with you. I mean, but it was it was, yeah, it was, it was in mu- that neighborhood. It wasn't if it much. was fifteen thousand, and Mississippi State was dealt with fairly harshly on that, weren't they? Uh, I have to go back and look, but yeah, I mean, they, 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 I mean, a guy lost his job. I'll put it that way. The guy who was in, the guy who was involved lost his job. Wasn't there some probation that went along with it, also? Though, yes, yes, state, yeah, was on probation. Okay. Think lost some visits and some scholarships, things like that. Using Borky's math, by the way, one violation for LSU is in football is twelve times more than the violation Mississippi State had in terms of monetary value. But that wasn't all. It was Odell Beckham paying players on the field following the national championship game win. This doesn't even factor in the complaints of sexual assault that were happening on the LSU campus. This is unrelated to those things. Right. And then you had all the Will Wade stuff with, with basketball and the wiretap and being caught on tape and all of those things. So all of that is rolled into one case. Here's the process. LSU would not confirm that it had received its notice of allegations, but if Pat Forty tells you that a school got their notice of allegations, they got their notice of allegations. LSU's got a few weeks to respond to that. The complex case unit will respond to LSU's response. It will then go to the IARP committee. They will issue their ruling, and then it is over. There is no appeal process. So whatever penalties LSU is handed, that will be the end, and it will be over. By the way, of the six cases that have been handed over to the IARP, one of them has been resolved, NC State's. You still got cases involving Louisville, Arizona, Kansas, Memphis, and now LSU that are waiting to be resolved by the uh, the IARP. That does it for the four o'clock hour. Coming up next, college football fix. We'll get you started just after five o'clock. Actually, we'll put that on pause. We'll talk with Kendall Rogers on the Farm Bureau phone line when we come back. Then get to the college football fix.
listening to WFMN for Jackson. Music. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Ogone Tree Firms. I'm Steve Rappaport. Wall Street's red streak continues for a fourth day. Markets continuing to move lower after a volatile trading day as traders try to assess the impacts of the Russian-Ukraine war. The Dow down 184 points, the S&P off by 30, the Nasdaq down 35. Oil did manage to back off its highs, but still finishing at its highest level since August 2008 and pushing gas prices to a record high. The Fox Business Network's Jerry Willis. Congress finalizing a spending bill to keep the government running. Democrats and Republicans are close to an agreement to prevent a government shutdown later this week and provide billions of dollars in military and humanitarian relief to Ukraine. The emergency spending bill is also expected to include $15 billion in COVID vaccines and testing. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Nearly two months have passed after the Jackson Medgar Wiley Evers International Airport was evacuated due to a bomb threat. And no information has been released regarding those behind the threats. When the security threat took place on January 17th, airport authorities said they were able to get footage of the two suspects in their car. However, there's been no word since. The Jackson Municipal Airport Authority has not responded for comment. Starting this week, every home in the United States can order an additional set of four free COVID-19 tests. Today, I want you to know that if you've already ordered free tests, you can now order another round, shipped directly to your home and for free. So we're prepared no matter what COVID-19 brings. Go visit covidtest.gov. Get your free test today. Like President Biden said, log on to covidtest.gov to place your order. I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director at the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency works to help those we serve prepare for today and also plan for the future. One way we do that is through the Mississippi ABLE program. This program provides the opportunity for individuals with disabilities to invest their money in tax-advantaged accounts without the fear of losing public benefits. You can learn more or sign up by visiting MississippiABLE.com. That's MississippiABLE.com. Hello everyone, I'm Bob. Welcome to the digging safety class. Hey Bob! You're here because you got caught digging before calling 811. I know, and now I'm here instead of making a living. I know man, but it's the law. So let's get started. This is a shovel. Huh? 
Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Please call 811 two working days before you dig. It's the law, and it's just the right thing to do. During routine sonar work this past Friday, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers discovered a submerged vehicle in a canal near Vicksburg. At 2 p.m. yesterday, crews spent several hours searching for the car, which was 25 feet below water. Thanks to the Vicksburg Fire Department dive team, they were able to find the car. The water reportedly was 50 degrees and had zero visibility, which means divers had to locate it solely by feel. Recovery efforts will continue once weather conditions are safe for the divers. Shakira Austin of Ole Miss and Iverson Molinar of Mississippi State have been named the most outstanding college basketball players in Mississippi. Austin is in the midst of a stellar junior campaign as the Rebels look to make a deep run in the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. While Molinar has been the Bulldogs' go-to scorer all year as he is currently on a 31-game streak of scoring in double figures. To read more about the seasons Austin and Molinar are having, head on over to supertalk.fm. Hello here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. JumpstartTestPrep.com Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. o'clock hour with you sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com richard cross michael borky brian haydad thank you for being with us on this tuesday afternoon we are an hour from first pitch for mississippi state and texas tech down in biloxi we're coming to you from the pearl river resort studios pearl river resort Home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Kendall Rogers joins us in what is now going to be a weekly conversation on Tuesdays on the Farm Bureau phone line. Kendall, always uh, appreciate your time. What's up, my man? Oh, same old, same old. We're we're back to winter weather, so I'm not liking that very much. But uh, you know what? I've seen this is after the Shriners College Classic. I've seen 16 teams in three weeks, so uh, I think I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit and just watch uh, watch from the command center. Not not a uh, not a terrible idea. All right, you have uh, you have uh, seen a threat of being uh, having an invitation permanently rescinded from the roost at Pete Taylor Park. Oh boy! Southern Miss fans are upset that they are not in the top twenty-five after a week in which they beat Mississippi State. Yeah, and won two out of three on the road against Lafayette. You told us beginning of the year 
They're knocking on the door. They're right there close. What have the Golden Eagles got to do to break and crack the code to get in the top 25? They're, they're as close as anybody. You know, I think they're right there at UCLA. I mean, the problem we ran into this week is there are a lot of teams that deserve to be in. I mean, Gonzaga, uh, you've got to put them in. They go on the road and sweep Oklahoma State atop, you know, top five or six team. They swept them. They finished off that sweep yesterday. So, I mean, you know, that looked like a very good, smart decision. And you look at Tulane, you know, actually taking a series from state. I mean, the thing is, is yeah, you won a, a midweek game from state, which is awesome. They, they played great, but you have Tulane who took a, uh, uh, you know, mid, uh, weekend series from State. And then also, by the way, they went on the road and took a series from Louisiana Tech. So, you know, Tulane's resume is better. And so, you know, right now it's just a matter of who had a better resume of which team gets in. I mean, UCLA has a really strong argument. I mean, they, you know, beat the number one team in the country on Sunday, and they went 2-1 for the weekend, and they're not in. So it just gives you an idea of how many good teams there are right now. Uh, but I do think USM is right there. I mean, I think this is a really good team. This is a team that coming into the year uh, we were very high on. And I think whether it's, you know, Riggins or Waldrop or, or guys like that, uh, I mean, they, they're pitching at a very high level. We talked about Ostrander last week, but, you know, they continue yeah. to pitch at a high level. And uh, they're getting key hits. And, you know, that's not an easy series for them at Louisiana. I mean, this is the Louisiana team who certainly well-documented, you know, kind of the chippy play that, that, you know, those two teams had last year. And to go on the road to a place where you know they're just waiting on you, uh, that's not easy. And so to get a series win there is huge. And then there's the other side of the coin, Kendall, with Mississippi State. Uh, really bad week last yeah. week. Has not been the start of the season anybody would have expected. Why are they still ranked? By the way, that was Haydad that asked that question, not me. Uh, we are giving them one last hope. Uh, I'll be really honest with you. We really, really struggled keeping them in. Uh, I don't think I don't think any of the three of us really wanted to keep them in. But it's kind of like. We'll, we'll give them one last shot. Um, I'm not feeling very good about Mississippi State. Uh, I'll be very honest with you. Um, you know, I just feel like uh, I feel like on Friday against Tulane, I think this team kind of started feeling it a little bit, like in, in a good way. Like, okay, you know, we're rolling. You know, Landon Sims is out here dealing. All of a sudden, Landon Sims gets hurt, and uh, what happens? The next two days, they blow a lead, and then they lose the series finale. So I just think the wheels are really spinning with this team, and I, and I guess if you're Looking at the silver lining, if you're an MSU fan, um, you're looking at the fact that, okay, we might have might not have Landon Sims for a very long time, perhaps even the season. I'm expecting him to be out for the season, but we'll see what the reports say. But, um, you know, I, you'd almost rather it happen now than it happen later. I remember a few years ago, you know, Texas Tech, and I'm not, you know, he's better than Stephen Gingrey, but a few years ago, Stephen Gingrey, who was an All-American left-hander for Texas Tech, you know, got hurt like the second weekend of the season. Well, by the end of the year, they had, you know, found a way to replace him, and they ended up being in Omaha. And so, you know, you've seen situations in the past where, you know, you've had a stud ace get hurt early, and then all of a sudden, you know, by the middle of the season, you're able to kind of pick up the pieces. But this is just a team that needs something to go right. I mean, um, it, it's very odd to be in this position as a defending national champion. But, uh, you know, you know, on a night where they hit, they typically aren't pitching other than when Landon pitches. Uh, and then, you know, the opposite is true as well. So, you know, uh, it's it's a hangover year, and but I, I don't want to excuse the fact they're just not playing very good baseball. Uh, and we'll see what happens in the Texas Tech series. But I, I would say this: uh, if if I was a stockholder of Mississippi State right now, I certainly would be selling fast. Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball on your radio. So about that midweek series, it starts tonight, less than an hour from yeah. first pitch. Two games against Texas Tech. Um, 
I don't take a whole lot of the 70 runs that Texas Tech scored in four games against Merrimack into uh, into the equation. So what is no. Mississippi State seeing tonight? And what are they running into yeah. in this, this team? Yeah, so I, I would just totally ignore what they did against Merrimack. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, they're, they're playing better than they did opening weekend when I saw them, but, I mean, they're not. They're not that good offensively. I think the biggest thing when it comes to Texas Tech is, is you know, in the past, you know, Jace Young has been really good. He was really good last year. But they also had guys around him who would make you pay as well. Um, this year, not really the case. I mean, other than Jace Young, that's not a lineup that you look at top to bottom and you're going, as a coach, you're going, oh, man, this lineup really scares me. So until they have some guys step up when they're not playing Merrimack, I'm not really, you know, sold on them. I think this is a much different team than what we're used to. Uh, what's really interesting about this, you know, midweek series though is, you know, Chase Hampton starting for Texas Tech tonight. And he was the guy that coming in the year was projected to be their Friday night starter. So, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, Mississippi State seeing chopped liver in, in the middle of the week here. So, it's a really interesting series, and I think we're going to find out a lot about both teams here. You know, for Texas Tech, it's, you know, is the Merrimack series a, a total fluke, uh, and then for Mississippi State, is, you know, we're we're really finding out what your makeup is here. This, this is a time where. You know, without the Tanner Allens of the world and the Rowdy Jordans of the world around the program, you've got to get guys like Logan Tanner, Cam James, and whatnot to really step up and kind of kind of take the bull by the horn, so to speak. Kendall, I was uh, I was in Orlando this weekend. Finished the the twelve yep. inning game with Ole Miss and UCF on Saturday. Grab something to eat. Get back to the hotel, and then I'm frustrated because I can't find LSU and Texas on TV. And then I realize it's on MLB Network. Pull it up on the computer. That crowd on Saturday night at Minute Maid, 25,000 strong, is that, was that a sign that college baseball is growing, or was that just, okay, it's Texas, it's LSU, these two are different? Uh, it was probably, I would say 65%, 70% of it, the fact that it was those two teams. You know, I think if it's LSU versus Baylor, uh, you know, you're not going to have that kind of crowd, but... You know, when you get two, two, you know, perennial powers like that, two storied programs together like that, where, you know, Baton Rouge is what, four hours from here and Austin's two and a half, uh, it was kind of the perfect storm to have a huge crowd. But, you know, I, I've seen some big crowds. I think last year, uh, when Arkansas and Texas played at Globe Life on Saturday night, even with the bad weather, I think they had like 17 or 18,000, but I've never seen 25 at a place like that. So, I mean, it was, it was neat to see. And, and weirdly enough, it might be the last baseball we see at Minute Maid for, you know, uh, hmm. uh, two or three more months. Yeah, could uh, could be a little while. What did you make of, of Ole Miss UCF? I, I came away this weekend pretty impressed with UCF's pitching and thought that was a really quality non-conference series win for Ole Miss. Are you buying UCF? Did, did that tell you anything about Ole Miss? Yeah, I think it is a quality you know road series win. You know, I kind of wrote this the other night, but um, you know, I thought last year was an aberration for Greg Lovelady and UCF. I mean, this has been a consistent regional contender, and for the you know for the fact that they had the season they did, I just didn't think that I didn't think they would carry that over this year. Uh, I was a little uncertain about their team, but I didn't think they would carry it over. And uh, you know, they gave Ole Miss, Ole Miss all they could handle. You know, I think the biggest thing for Ole Miss it's going to be interesting to see coming out of this. I know they're shaking up the rotation. But you know, Drew McDaniel had a short short outing. Um, you know, look at you look at the job like Dylan Delucia did out of the bullpen. You know, and you kind of hang your hat on that. But I'll be very interested to see you know how things kind of come together for Ole Miss starting pitching wise come conference play. I think the biggest storyline for me, Richard, is is John Gaddis. I mean, he goes seven shutout, and, and I'll be really honest with you. You know, I think I even mentioned this before. 
But, you know, when I saw him at Animal Corpus Christi, I saw him at actually them at the Shriners Classic last year. They were a uh, fill-in for somebody, a fill-in for A&M, actually. And so, you know, when I went there, like, I thought he was okay. I didn't think he was great, but, it, you know, since getting the old Miss's velocity jump, the stuff has gotten a lot better. And all of a sudden, he's one of the more kind of rising lefties in that conference. So, you know, his ascension has, has been huge uh, for that team, and, I think it was a good series win for them. You know, UCF was obviously jacked up. I remember seeing like a video of the the home run the kid hit on on Friday or was it Saturday? I can't even remember now. It all runs together, but you know, he hit that home run and like the outfield's going crazy. You got people hanging over the fence, and so you know, it was one of those atmospheres that you know for a team that hadn't been on the road yet was absolutely perfect. And so to come out of there with a series win, uh, you got to be feeling pretty good about yourself if you're uh, Mike Bianco and the Reds. Hey, last thing. I think we talked about this last week. Measuring stick, litmus test, whatever you want to say. Give me give me 30 seconds on Tennessee. How real are the Vols? Boy, I love their club. Um, I think they're really, really deep offensively. They're able to go 12 or 13 players deep. And, you know, keep an eye on the two freshmen, Chase Burns and uh, Luke Beam, uh, uh, out of the bullpen, you know, or, excuse me, in the starting rotation. You know, Burns, uh, you know, is replacing Blade Tidwell. He's up to 98 with an 89-mile-an-hour cutter. And then when you look at Beam, he was up to 94, 95. So, you know, if they can get Blade Tidwell back at some point to go with those two freshman power arms, uh, Tennessee is very scary. I mean, I'm talking like they could be in the mix of the national championship scary. Kendall, thanks as always for your time. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, fellas. Good talking to you. Kendall Rogers on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. The right lane is closed on I-20 westbound approaching the stack and an accident reported on I-220 Medgar Evers Boulevard, exit 5. The left lane is blocked southbound. Use caution, expect delays when driving through those areas. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Don't you mind your own business? Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my hr needs think of all the time we'll save letting people lease handle our payroll and benefits administration i'll be busy growing my business and letting people lease take care of the rest sounds like a good business plan with people lease let people lease mind your business so you can mind your own business call now 601-987-3025 that's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Got a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. 
Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Always enjoy our conversations with uh, Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball. He joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. If you want to be a part of the conversation, hit us up. Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Let Ceasefire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. We, uh, as always, are glad to be with you. It's time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com to find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. So, this is fun. 24-7 Sports, projecting college football's most terrifying environments during the 2022 season. Yeah, I like, I like the little twist on the, uh, you know, the, the list season content. Usually, oh, just most intimidating stadiums, you get Alabama fans mad because you don't put Brian Denny up there or whatever, but it's the same list every year. I like that. It's specific games that will have a scary environment. Because yeah. Alabama can play a whole home slate where Bryant Denny is quiet. Just depending on who's coming there. Yeah. So they're predicting the nation's most terrifying environments for next fall, and it comes with two important conditions. The opponent matters given the potential stakes, and volume means everything. Is this the first... List of list season? Hey, Dad and I did one. Oh, yeah, I missed I'm, a I'm list. Sure yeah, you, you missed a list. But uh, yeah. when when it's March and spring practice hasn't happened yet, the college football fix is going to be lists for a little while. Okay. I'm okay with that. Um, number 10 on the list. Already perhaps got a qualm. We'll see. Memorial Stadium. 
for Miami at Clemson on November 19th. Isn't that called Death Valley? Yeah, but it's Memorial Stadium. Yeah, I'm with you. It's the other uh, Death Valley. He, he, they, they just said... They just said, based on the stakes and the volume, I'll give you the volume. What are the stakes going to be when Miami and Clemson meet on the 19th of November? Yeah, this is assuming that both are going to be good. And I'm Mm -hmm. not quite sure you can do either one right now. That's a little hot takey, but I'm I'm just not convinced that Clemson's just going to, boom, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, DJ's back to his... Bad form from a year ago, and they lost some good players. They're going to be a championship contender next year. I got to see it first. No disrespect to other conference programs, but this atmosphere in the ACC is as close as you get to the SEC <laughs> on game days. That That's is fair. Right. That, that is, is fair. It absolutely is. Good, Number loud uh, stadium full of people that are into it. Like, there's no dead sections there. It's a good spot to watch a football game. Yeah. That's a place I'd love to watch a game sometime. Nice tailgating, too. I mean, it's not noteworthy, but everything's, like, nice and picked up and clean and campus is pretty. It's it's a good place to watch a football game. Yeah. Number nine on the list, we go to the Pac-12, which, okay. Also on November 19th, Utah at Oregon. They say it's difficult to simulate the rowdiest environment in the Pac-12. Opposing teams can pump in crowd noise all they want at practice. But Austin Stadium is one of those venues you have to experience up close to really feel the sound traveling from over top of you down to field level. Okay. I'll uh, I'll give you that. When Austin, live with these, these choices. When, when Austin is right, it's right. We'll see if it's going to be right with uh, Dan Lanning, first-year head coach, former defensive coordinator at Georgia. Number eight on the list. The Pac-12 better hope that's an intimidating environment because... On November 19th. Yeah. Yeah. They better hope. First stop in the SEC comes at number eight when Florida travels to Knoxville to take on the Tennessee Volunteers on the 24th of September. You guys remember when this game was the game in the SEC East? Well, Borky might not. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it Dude, may that not was be six when Tennessee was last yet. good, so. Yeah. It may not be quite there yet. This is Tennessee's best chance to win in a long, long time. No doubt. Get them at home. Yeah, th- th- this will be a, this will be a good game. Kind of stinks that that game's going to be at two thirty on CBS instead of prime time on ESPN. I assume I haven't looked sure? at the rest of the yeah. schedule. No, I haven't. I haven't looked at the rest of the schedule that day. I've got well, it. We we had had what's the day? September twenty fourth. Yeah. Let's see. Florida, Tennessee, obviously Missouri, Auburn, A and M at Arkansas. No, that's a bad weekend. So, yep, that'll be that'll be it. A and M Arkansas is probably a top twenty-five matchup at worst, though. Could be. I mean, Arkansas Arkansas opens with Cincinnati, by the way. So then, yeah, if they win, ooh. Number seven on the list, we go back to the month of November. In fact, we go to the final Saturday of the regular season, and we go to the Lone Star State, LSU at Texas A&M. Brian Kelly facing off against Jimbo. 
One of the loudest venues in college football and game days, Kyle Field will rock on several Saturdays this fall, none bigger than the regular season finale against LSU in late November. Kind of overrated. It's great. It's great. It's it's good. It's kind of overrated. Yeah. Number six. October 15th. See, I agree that this one has a chance to be terrifying for the road team. But I got to know if the home team's going to be good. LSU at Florida. I know Florida has been different than they were under Steve Spurrier. And it's only been a handful of times in the last 10 years where the swamp was the swamp. I happened to be there for one of those games. And, brother, the swamp was the swamp in 2015. And that place was stupid loud on that Saturday night when Will Greer and Florida beat Ole Miss. Stupid loud. It used to be but, the most but, terrifying place in college football to play. Yeah, but you're right now. Like, if, if Florida's not good, I mean, that's a middle of the season game, so you have an idea of what Florida is at that point. Mm-hmm. They're not good. Yeah, it's just another game. You didn't make the list. I mean, I understand why not, but do you think you'll have a, to a lesser degree, a similar effect in College Station when Ole Miss comes to town because Lane Kiffin dared tell the truth about Jimbo Fisher and his program? I will say no, and I'll tell you why. Because A&M, to their detriment, does not take the Mississippi school seriously. Well, and so their fans won't either. Maybe they need they, to start. They, they'll just show up thinking they're going to win and Ole Miss will but spank them. But they keep them. getting that Heine kicked. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So see how it's working it's, out for them. Just, you know, I took a class in college where we read a lot about institutions like Texas A&M and what happened when outsiders tried to expose that institution didn't go well. For the institution or the the outsiders? (laughs) And then ultimately the institution as well, but not not good if you try to... Waco, though, right? Not College Station? Not just Waco. It was a fascinating class, but they didn't mention the, the Aggies, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, number five on the list, we go to T-Town, Bryant-Denny Stadium, Texas A&M at Alabama on October 8th. I'll agree with you, Borky, that uh, they get a little bored sometimes in Tuscaloosa, and that causes the volume level not to be perhaps as loud as it could be otherwise. Those Alabama fans do not have short memories. They will remember College Station a year ago. They will remember that one blemish in the regular season. They will remember that Texas A&M folded down the stretch and Alabama was Texas A&M Super Bowl, and I agree that they will return the favor. It will be electric. Number four, October 29th. I'll tell you who's playing on October 29th, because this is a stadium that typically does not have the reputation for being terrifying for opponents. We'll look at four, three, two, and one, When we come back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, periods of showers, high near 54. Tonight, showers in the forecast as well, low around 42. Your Wednesday, mostly cloudy, high near 59. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 69. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Hey, Capital City, it's Big Pop. Inviting you to Mississippi's biggest and best gun shows. Big Pop Gun Shows will be at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple, March 12th and 13th, I-55 South, Elton Road, Exit 88. Saturday hours are 9 to 5, Sunday hours 10 to 5. Adult admissions $8, kids 6 to 11 is only $2. Buying, selling, trading, gun appraisal, over 200 tables of merchandise to see, the largest vendors around. Grab your dollar off coupon now at BigPopGunShows.com. All federal, state, and local laws must apply. See y'all this week. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Nearly two months have passed after the Jackson Medgar Wiley Evers International Airport was evacuated due to a bomb threat and no information has been released regarding those behind the threats. When the security threat took place on January 17th, airport authorities said they were able to get footage of the two suspects in their car. However, there's been no word since. The Jackson Municipal Airport Authority has not responded for comment. Starting this week, every home in the United States can order an additional set of four free COVID-19 tests. Today, I want you to know that if you've already ordered free tests, you can now order another round, shipped directly to your home and for free. So we're prepared no matter what COVID-19 brings. Go visit covidtest.gov. Get your free test today. Like President Biden said, log on to covidtest.gov to place your order.
This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. Mississippi is brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. If your team is looking to get in some baseball or fast-pitch tournament play, look no further than M-Trade Park in Oxford, Mississippi, the premier sports facility in Mississippi with synthetic turf on 14 infields. So play keeps going all weekend long, even when weather becomes an issue. Also, coming up quickly, it's the April Ambush Soccer Tournament. That's April 2nd and 3rd. 68 teams already registered for the most pristine soccer surfaces in the state. There is still room for more teams. Go to mtradepark.com to find a full tournament schedule. And for registration information, that's mtradepark.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad with you. Always glad to be with you. One thing we need to let you know about, Mississippi needs more and more young people going into construction industries. And Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be at the new Mississippi Trademark tomorrow for the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation Skills USA State Championship. That's a mouthful. Hundreds, hundreds of career and technical education students will be competing in Mississippi's largest youth craft competition ever. To learn more about MCEF, go to their website, mcef.net, and join Gerard tomorrow for middays with Gerard Gibbert from the trademark. That'll be fun. We were going through the list of the most terrifying environments for single games in the upcoming 2022 college football season. The list comes from 24-7 Sports. Kind of a, kind of a fun list to go through. We made it through uh, down to number uh, to number four. If you missed it a second ago, they had uh, 
Miami at Clemson on November 19th is number 10. Number 9 was Utah at Oregon on November 19th also. Number 8, Neyland Stadium, Florida, Tennessee on September 24th. Number 7, Kyle Field in College Station, LSU at Texas A&M, final day of the regular season. Number 6, Florida Field, the Swamp, LSU at Florida, October 15th. Number 5, A&M at Alabama, Bryant-Denny on October 8th. Number 4, to the Big Ten we go. Not Ohio Stadium. Not Spartan Stadium in East Lansing or whatever the name of it is. Not Kinnick in Iowa City. But Michigan Stadium, rarely identified as the most terrifying place for an opponent to play, and yet here it is, number four on the list. Michigan fans are tired of hearing the but after beating Ohio State and winning the Big Ten Championship last season, but Michigan State has won consecutive games in the rivalry for the first time since 2014 and 2015. And so the thought is when Michigan State rolls into Michigan for that in-state rivalry game on October 29th, it will be the fourth most terrifying environment in all of college football this coming season. You guys buying that? Not even a little. It'd be a good atmosphere. Yeah. 115,000 will be there. Well, for whatever reason, that stadium, like you said, not known for being intimidating. Yeah. It is flat, man. You have to be taller than the guy in front of you to see over the guy in front of you. Yeah. It has to be at night. It has to be one of those nights where they give out about 60,000 of those maize pom-poms, and they got the lights flashing. And for it to be a night game, it's usually either Penn State or Wisconsin in town. It's got to be one of those for Michigan Stadium to really get going. Maybe that'll be the case against Michigan State this year. But I have my doubts. Number three. Between the hedges, Sanford Stadium, Tennessee at Georgia on my birthday, November 5th. That'd be a fun birthday road trip. I think that's old Mrs. Open date. That'd be really fun. Tennessee at Georgia. Any chance that one's at night? What else have we got on the uh, November 5th schedule? November 5th in the SEC is Alabama at LSU. So no. Auburn at Mississippi State, Florida, Texas A&M, Georgia, Tennessee, and uh, a big one, South Carolina at Vanderbilt. Mm. Well, South Carolina Vanderbilt be at night on the SEC network. It'll get buried on the <laughs> streaming Man, That's got the 3.30 kickoff on SEC uh, network written all over it. That's a good weekend, or- though. November a great 5th. weekend. Might be the best weekend of the year. Hold on, give us one more time. Here we go. November 5th, Alabama at LSU. Arkansas hosting Liberty, for whatever it's worth. Uh, Auburn at Mississippi State. Florida at Texas A&M. Georgia hosting Tennessee. Uh, Kentucky, Missouri. I wonder if that'll be the day that CBS does their 2.30 primetime doubleheader. That would be a good day to do. Do that, yeah. You mean the uh, I, ele- I, I, eleven I, I, and 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 no, and the no, time? No, they do they do two double headers. They do one at eleven and two thirty, and then the game when they've got a seven o'clock kickoff, they do a two thirty and seven. Okay. So so think about this day. What what if you had on ESPN Florida and Texas A and M at eleven, 
At 2.30, you had Tennessee at Georgia. At 7, you had LSU at Alabama. And on the SEC network, you had, was it Mississippi State-Auburn? Yeah, but they, don't they tend to like not put a, a Oh, that's quality? right. You're right. Yeah. So Auburn State in that scenario is probably also at 11 a.m. On the SEC network. Yeah. Or on ESPN2 or something. Yeah, yeah possibly. Tennessee at Georgia, that'd be a great atmosphere. Of course, let's let the season play out. We never know. Those teams could be, uh, we don't know who's who's going to be good at this point. No, but regardless, we know which some which games are going to go where on TV. It's interesting, though, to see that and, and, and say, you know, in terms of atmosphere, I mean, is that going to be a better atmosphere than Alabama at LSU on that very same day? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Hold, that hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought if you don't mind, just for a second. Number two on the list: Beaver Stadium in Happy Valley, Ohio State at Penn State, October 29th. That's got whiteout game. Wow. With a 7 p.m. kickoff on ABC, written all over it. October Unless, 29th, we have Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan State, Michigan. That's a good day in the Big Ten. Who does State play that day? So. Are, are you going Michigan Ooh, State, off. Michigan with uh, Big Nude on Fox and Ohio State, Penn State on ABC at night? No. Penn State's probably the weak link in this. I would go to the big house at night. Ooh. Okay. Number one on the list, November 5th. Saturday night, November 5th, Tiger Stadium, Alabama at LSU. They simply say, if you've ever been on the LSU sideline during a night game against a nationally ranked opponent, in this case Alabama, you can't hear the person next to you. It's that loud. There are intimidating environments, and then there's Tiger Stadium. <laughs> a little, a, a literal Jurassic Park of sorts when LSU is elite and the monsters on the field wreak havoc on the opposition. Making me think of that LSU fan. You know what I'm talking about? From the Alabama game a few years ago. Was the dinosaur guy. Is that really the proper use of the word literal? Didn't they alter it because society just kept using literally wrongs? They were like, forget it. That's the definition now, too? Literally. Like every 19-year-old tried out out there, oh, my God, I'm literally dead. Like, Except for the fact that you're... No, no, honey, you're not. So so literally has just become hyperbole? Yes. As opposed to actuality, it has become hyperbole? Yeah. So here's the question. Let's... Again, let's, I like bringing things locally. What's yes. the biggest What's the biggest home game for Ole Miss this year? What's the most What's the best atmosphere for Ole Miss? Love that. I, all right, so so I'll give you that in just a second. But I was thinking as we were doing this, stadium expansion is on the horizon, right? You you, yeah. you know that that's or not expansion, stadium renovation, and the stadium renovation is going to include going up on the west side, multiple levels there, and a roof. Is that finally going to get Vault Hemingway Stadium to the point where some of the sound stays in and it doesn't just like drift off into the ether? Does the home environment get better for Ole Miss once the expansion renovation is done? 
The answer is yes, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you hope so. That's that's why you do these kind of things. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, Borky, I don't have the schedule in front of me. What do we got? You should not know it. You should just know it. Well, Come on. well I think it's going to be Alabama after the bye week on November 12th for Ole Miss will be the best atmosphere. Where is my handy-dandy little helmet schedule? And for State, it's going to be... Hold on, we we got to give this more justice. we got to let do more justice with this. All right. Hold that thought. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. And oh, by the way, some interesting news for uh, for Coach Prime. We learned a little bit more about why he was away during this past football season. We'll wrap it up with you next, Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. The right lane is closed on I-20 westbound approaching the stack and an accident reported on I-220 Medgar Evers Boulevard, exit 5. The left lane is blocked southbound. Use caution, expect delays when driving through those areas. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Get the most out of your tax refund with a new set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center, Jackson's proudest community sponsor with four convenient locations to serve you. Along with our great prices, your new Kenda tires come with a kind of protection you can't find anywhere else, like free road hazard, free flat repair, free tire rotations and balancing, free inspections and more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com. Love, it's not the problem, right guys? It's shopping for that diamond. How do I know I'm not getting ripped off? I just want my money's worth. Give us just 10 minutes at Jennifer Jewelry Company and you'll have the knowledge and confidence you need to buy her the most beautiful diamond. And if she doesn't say, wow, this is the most beautiful diamond I've ever seen, bring it back for a full refund. I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Corey Ravenstein, and we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the selection of diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. You see, the world's finest diamond cutters come to us, so there's no one else between you and your diamond. We guarantee the best price in the state. Here's our promise. Give her a Juniker's diamond, and you'll not only get your money's worth, you'll also get WOW. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com. Juniker Jewelry, because love can't wait. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. 
Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi one last time. So the question on the table is, what will be the best environment for a home game in Oxford and in Starkville this year? Or you say for Ole Miss it will be the Alabama game after the bye on week. November 12th, coming off the bye week. Prior to the bye week, by the way, you got at LSU and at Texas A&M. Yeah, and the only other good candidate before that is Auburn. Mm, I disagree. I'm, I'm gonna. I about to say. I think. Oh, Kentucky's you think Kentucky's a sleeper? If yeah, but October first, Kentucky. Ole Miss is four and zero playing that game. Ole Kentucky. Miss. What is Kentucky? They You're could, using all of my rationale, all of my yeah, bullet points. You're I'm stealing it from you. Away. It's mine now. And oh, Kentucky. I mean, they're they're at Florida, but they've beaten Florida recently. They could be four and zero. That could be a huge game. It could be a huge game. That doesn't mean best in huge environment. We'll see. There is something about Kentucky that doesn't get you jazzed it, up like all. It doesn't move the needle. I get that. But I, I get that. I mean, Auburn's no, right. been bad this year. But but here's the thing. Ole Miss should be 4-0. I'm going to predict that that is SEC Network Saturday night, so it'll be under the lights. It won't, hopefully, be hotter than the hinges of Hades. People are going to be super fired up because it's the first SEC game. There will be a massive crowd that night. If it is a night game, you will have had like the whole day people tailgating in the Grove, square gating, doing all the stuff. I'm going to say Kentucky on October 1st has a chance to be the best environment in Oxford this year. Now, now here, here's the kicker. If Ole Miss keeps winning, Borky, yeah. let's say they, they get to that game against Alabama coming off the open date, and they let's say they started 6-0, and they started 7-0, and and then split LSU and A&M in, in whatever way you want to do it. And they're like 
eight and one going into that Alabama game? Okay, yeah, you you got my attention now. Yeah. All right, Mississippi State best home environment this year. I'm Is it A and M first home SEC game? A and M was one of my first thoughts. Especially, you know, state should be. If you beat LSU, the answer is Texas A&M. Right, but even if they're three and one, I think it's there's a that's a big big atmosphere. I think that's a that has night game potential too. Just depends on you know the rest of this. this that's a good weekend of football. You got Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, LSU. Uh, yeah. Missouri, so Georgia, Missouri. Well, yeah. But, Florida and Eastern Washington. Huge game there. So I mean LSU Auburn probably yeah they have a chance to to be to be a night game there. That obviously bringing in Georgia towards the end of the season if if, if state's good, I mean talk about the defending national champions that should be a good atmosphere. Georgia Georgia hasn't played in Starkville since 2010. Um, but there's a sleeper on here, and it's the first game of the year. Don't you think that state crowd's gonna be hungry for blood against Memphis? They're yeah, gonna want to exact a yeah, little revenge. But, if but if it's not a, if it's not an early kickoff, if it's a if it, they get a night game, that could be a, a good crowd and a good atmosphere. And Memphis will bring some fans. Let's. See, I'm looking at my hesitation is I'm looking at the schedule. So Florida, where do Florida and Utah play? Is that in Gainesville? Or is that a neutral site game? That's got to be a neutral site game, doesn't it? I would think. I mean, LSU-Florida State is in the No, that is in Gainesville. Okay. So you got Florida and Utah. You got Georgia and Oregon. You got LSU and Georgia-Oregon's on ABC, right? Yes. No question. All right. LSU-Florida State is probably also... Like an an afternoon game on ABC? No, they'll play that game at night in the Sugar Dome, in the Superdome. All right. I would think. I mean, Alabama doesn't. Alabama doesn't. Arkansas, Cincinnati's a good game. Man, you're kicking kicking that game at three thirty. Oh God! Then never mind. (laughs) It's going to be eight hundred twenty-six degrees. The melt. And state will wear white uniforms that day. If they're smart, they will. Home whiteout for the opener. The uh, the Deion Sanders story, Let's, uh, in case you missed it. So we know that Deion wasn't on the sideline. What we didn't know was that he had two toes amputated, and at one point they talked about the possibility of amputating his leg from the knee down. Uh... Scary situation. Had a dislocated toe with an inflamed nerve. The initial procedure was in September. Later returned to the field for practice using a golf cart and crutches. Roamed the sidelines for a game with the help of a push scooter. Deion Sanders says they were talking about the amputation of toes. Then they were talking about the amputation of my leg from the knee down. Then they were talking, trying to ensure I had life. That was serious. Yeah. Thankfully. Okay. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Enjoy Mississippi State and Texas Tech. First pitch coming up in minutes. It's a Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Good night. 
Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services A Super Talk Mississippi media production.